Right. So before you take anybody's money, before you even talk about the deal, talk to the attorney first. Talk to the attorney like Paul to figure out really which one you want to go with. Um, of course, uh, there is also possibility that you can potentially switch later on. Yeah, you yeah, know, you can do both. You can do both. You need a you need the runway for that for the timeline. So you can start with a five hundred six b, get as much capital as you can from friends and family, shut that door, and then reopen it to the to the five hundred six c accredited crowd. But there's definitely an important dance in there. Um, so you want to you if that's something you think you want to do, you want to make sure you get that lawyer involved early on. And you're, you know, you're going to have to get that legal work started pretty much right at PSA time. Um, so there's a little risk on that, right? You might put up some money for the legal work and then you get almost through due diligence and you're like, I want out of this deal. And then you're like, oh, I'm out the legal work. But if you want to do that, you got to give yourself and your lawyer plenty of runway to get that done. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing, but you can't go backwards. You can't go from a advertising on the internet and be like, oh, wait, I want to take money from my you know friends and family that mm-hmm. you've lost that. You've lost that right by advertising it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so basically, a, a, a clear, sharp, you know, cut between five hundred six B and C is crucial. Yep, that's right. Got it. Got it. <clears throat> um, the other thing, well, five hundred six B and C are are a common uh, predicts for uh, project specific deals, right? Yep. But uh, re- you know, recently or you know, uh, generally, a lot of people have been considering fun, right? Yep. Um, in terms of fund syndications, um, can you give us a little introduction and how that should yeah. be practice? Yeah. So if you don't do project specific, then you're doing uh, what I call an opportunity fund, where it's like, hey, we invest in this type of deal. If you want in on these types of deals, you know, um, then I won't. I, I can't tell you what the deal is, right? Because it's like I'm waiting for the next deal. But you put your money with me. I give you this uh, planned return. Uh, the targeted return for your money, and then we just go out and buy these types of assets. And those can be, you know, asset specific or regional specific or or some type of uh, setup. But it's but it's not defined to a particular asset. It's like, hey, we have this idea. We're going to invest in multifamily, fifty units and above, in in the Sun Belt. Um, if you give us your your money, we'll we'll plan on giving you this targeted return. So that's pretty common. That's harder to do, I think, um, because well, a lot depends on the credibility of you as the syndicator. If you have a really long track record, that probably works. If you're just getting started, you've only done a deal or none or just a few, um, people like seeing what they're buying. So uh, that's just something to, to consider. Um, I always recommend people do specific ones. Then there's then there's no kind of backtracking on, well, you said this type of deal, but this one's a little different because it has storage on it or you know something like that. Um, so, but yeah, that that's kind of the the idea is you don't have a particular deal in mind, but you're raising capital for this type of asset, and that's you know people people do that pretty often. Cool, cool. So, uh, and I think that that's also a great point, right? Uh, when people are giving giving you the money, what they want to know is what they're investing into, right? And right. when you don't have a track record, and you're just telling them, oh, those are our criteria and whatnot. Really, you know that 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 is not motivating a lot of investor, right? Right. So, um, what, yeah. What, yeah. Please. Yeah. No, and I'll just add one other thing. The other the other difficulty I see with these opportunity funds is like the deal flow, right? Because it's it's nice if you have somebody's capital because then it's like, all right, we need to keep looking to feed this furnace. The problem is though, that you might be getting into deals that you wouldn't otherwise because you're like, I have to buy a deal because someone just gave me a half a million bucks, right? Um, so that's the other kind of dance you have to do when you do these opportunity funds is 
what kind of deals am I getting after and what kind of deal flow do I have to be concerned with and, and not paying for things that maybe I wouldn't otherwise, uh, but for having to put people's money to work. So. Mm, okay. So for people who want to do syndication, other than listening to this podcast, really get a Absolutely. high level understanding. 101. That's us. That's idea number one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what, what are kind of the, uh, you know, suggestions? Uh, from yep. you to, to, to people sure. about like how can they learn about a syndication yeah and, and i mean before they actually do one yeah so there's so many helpful resources um on the internet now even when we first started doing placements you know and that was like i said six or seven years ago there wasn't really anything on youtube or anything online you know lawyers are very secretive about this stuff they don't like sharing information so outside of this mentor right it would have taken me forever to figure it out um so um Go online, tons of stuff. The best, probably, and most important thing is growing your network. So go to these conferences um, that you might see people talking about on the internet. Go to conferences, build your network because, you know, like Benjamin had said earlier, it's a team sport. So you want to start having a network that you can lean on. And you're not going to be able to make a network without spending time and doing it. So those are the two important things. Uh, kind of get your arms around what, a, what the structure is and how it works and how it's cutting up a pie amongst partners. And then start growing your network because you need uh, important uh, people on your team to close these deals like the KP, you know, like boots on the ground people and, and stuff like that. Right. Awesome. And the KP that Paul just say is uh, it's, it's, it's basically the people who, want, who you want to sponsor the deal, who has the networks to really sign up the loan for you. Right. Because yeah, not every, right. every everybody have the liquidity or, you know, the networks sure. to sponsor the deal. Yeah. So banks need to know that the person that's signing on the loan, that's essentially guaranteeing the loan, even you know, unless it's an IP recourse, is someone that has enough liquidity, a good chunk of money in the bank to cover uh, any any shortfall in the deal and has the experience to do this type of deal. So if you've only ever done 10 deals or 10 unit deals yourself and then you're like, hey, I want to buy this, you know, 200 unit. You need to have someone on your team that has done a 200 unit. Otherwise, the bank's going to be like, no, you know, 200 units is way different than 10. You don't have the experience we need. Um, so just important stuff to think about as you grow your team. Right, right, right. Um, there are there are generally two ways that I'm seeing people grow. One is basically um, learn about all these stuff and then jump into syndication with someone who has uh, track record who has, you know, networks and whatnot, including KP. The other type is really people who are gradually buying larger and larger and larger. And so you, you get to convince the, the lenders who is your biggest partners on the deal, right? You have the expertise, you have experience and whatnot, right? Um, awesome. So again, this episode really is just one-on-one of syndication. If you really want to learn more, make sure you tap into more education channel. And in our future uh, episode, we'll try to talk even more deep about it. And uh, I, I really appreciate, you know, the professional like uh, Paul coming to our show, really talk about those things. Because, um, you know, the, a lot of people who know it, but they can't explain it simply enough, right? Sure. And when yep. you can, you know, you know it. Awesome. So uh, we, we, will be, uh, we will be diving into... Uh, uh, deeper into um, Paul's invest, in, uh, you know, the investor career, right? So he not only is an attorney and also investor, real estate investor. So when we come back, we'll talk more about Paul's, uh, you know, real estate invest investment journey. We'll be right back. Thank you for coming back to MIT Podcast. Today we have this special guest, Paul Vincent. 
he is a, a attorney, um, really are um, in real estate um, world, helping a lot of entrepreneur like you and I um, invest in real estate, uh, you know, on syndication, on, you know, closing deals and whatnot. Um, Paul, at the same time, he is also doing uh, real estate investing. Paul, let's talk about your investing journey. What What are the what are the highlight or your, you know, the, how you grow from nothing to here? Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, in the other episodes, we talked a lot about networking. Networking to me uh, solves all problems, you know, uh, whatever you're not good at. If you have a really good network and a strong network, you can probably get somebody's help to fix that problem. So that to me is probably the most important uh, thing to focus on if you're just getting started is start building up your network of people that can help you do things that you're not that good at. So for me, I don't know anything about construction. Um, I like adding those folks to my Rolodex cause they can help me, um, with projects and things or, or, you know, value add deals. If, if anybody's on this podcast has done a value add deal, you know how important it is to understand construction. Cause that's where a lot of people lose their butt. Um, so yeah, networking is key. And then for me, I, you know, I just decided like, Hey, what am I pretty good at? What do I like doing? And, I like talking to strangers. I like um, building relationships with strangers and turning those into meaningful relationships. And with that, you know, kind of goes hand in hand with raising capital. So on the two deals that I've closed up, um, it was just on the capital raising side. And, um, and that's what I think I'll do forever. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be the, you know, on-site asset management, like Operator. toilets problem. I'm just mm -hmm. not inter interested in that. I, I wouldn't be good at it anyway. So. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Well, I mean, uh, before you have the guts to start raising the money, sure. right? There got to be a lot, you know. <laughs> you, yeah. you build build things up, and and you just touch on really, you know, meeting with a lot of people first, and then trying to turn those relationships into a meaningful relationship. What do yeah. you mean by that? Yeah, so you know, you have to figure out how to make it so your relationship building isn't just transactional, right? Like. If I met so if I met Benjamin today, let's say this is the first time I've ever talked to Benjamin, and I'm like, "Hey, I got a deal that's closing." Then tomorrow I ask Benjamin for money on a deal. It's very unlikely he's just going to cut me a check, right? Because the proximity and time of me meeting him and then needing him is too close, right? We don't mm -hmm. trust each other for that deal yet. So um, an important thing for relationship building is 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 getting like putting into something. It, as well as what you're getting out of it. You can't be so transactional. So if you're going to raise capital, you need to build relationships with people that you can ask for over time. Um, very rarely, if ever, does someone who just met someone get a check written by that person really close in time. The only reason that might take place is maybe you have a relationship with somebody else that they know well and they believe in you. So you can kind of associate yourself with somebody else. But yeah, uh, building relationships takes a lot of time. It's frustrating. Everybody wants everything really quickly, but if you're going to do it well, it's going to take some time and get started early uh, because, you know, you can never have too many connections uh, when you need to close deals. Awesome. Awesome. Paul, I mean, you just, you, you answered so well. And uh, I, I, this is, I, I've been guessing the whole time. I told you I'm well caffeinated. So you know, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, you know, uh, like, like having, having a relationship that, that, uh, that is strong enough, you know, allow you to really get money from your investor. It's not just like, you know, you go out and, and see a, a, a stranger like what just Paul said, right? And Paul, you got to go go to a lot of conference, you know, a lot of meetup, whatnot, to meet enough people at, in the beginning, right? 
how, how, yeah. how many how many conferences did, did you go or how many of those meetups did yeah, you go so, before you really think about you know start asking money yeah and i know i know internet posting isn't for everybody but that's the fastest way to kind of throw your net out right so that is key if you if you think that you have something to say throw it on the internet try to build relationships that way um, try to open up your you know get a calendly link set up some of these meetings with people that's a fast way to do it because you can't be everywhere you can't go to conferences only to meet people because there's just not enough time in the day sure. um, but conference wise yeah I'm, i'm sure i'm doing an in-person something every month um, which you know doesn't sound like that much but when it compounds if you get to you know 10 to 15 a year Uh, and spend, you know, a, a couple days uh, here and there actually, you know, together and also just kind of like the couple hour networking things like it really starts to add up. Uh, plus, if you couple in doing some Internet posting and letting people get to know you uh, via the Internet, like it'll, it'll really stack up quick. So, yeah. Yeah. And or, you know, uh, coming to my podcast, talking about this, that people know you better. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you got you got to put yourself out there. So you got to throw the net out. Not every time does a does a um, networking or conference really pay out a ton, but it's just trusting the process. When the process happens, if you do it consistently, it'll it'll more than likely work out for you. Awesome. And this really resonates to one of my thought that you know syndication is a is a long term game, right? Yep. And and uh, if you want to get rich, syndication is not the way. I mean, yeah. if you want to get rich quick. And syndication right. is not the way, right? right? Just go out and invest on those, you know, smaller deal yourself, and that yeah. probably would would do even even faster. But uh, syndication really is to build up a potential uh, empire that allow you to uh, scale up, right? For sure. Um, over time, um, have you seen any, you know, uh, failure on uh, syndication that you know whatever people have been doing and getting into trouble or whatnot is there an example that you can show with us yeah so there's a couple you know um the the private placement rules you know the 506 b and c rules that security and exchange commission put out are pretty black and white there's not a lot of you know there's this there's this way what's a substantive relationship right like that's pretty squishy no one really knows how to define that Um, like on how, you know, a pre-existing relationship really needs to look. But outside of that, I mean, it's all black and white. And I see a lot of people uh, raising capital through like these little 506B like vehicles where they're like, hey, we'll have a couple friends and family invest in one LLC. And then that LLC will actually invest in a deal. Oh, um, that's, a, that's a problem. Like, don't do that. You're not allowed to do that um, on the 506B route. You can, you can stack people together in an LLC Uh, and, and combine as kind of one LLC, but it's got to be a 506C and all those people need to be accredited. So you can't do that, but it's, it's, it's probably not like how many people are doing it. So that's a problem. And then the other problem is I've seen a lot of people doing is, is kind of goes back to what I said about raising capital is that's a lot harder. I've had in the last 12 months, I've had a, a good number of deals not close because they couldn't, they couldn't raise the money uh, in time for the deal. And then sellers are like, hey, go pound salt. I got your EMD. I'm going to go sell it to somebody else. So those are the two big, uh, those are the two big kind of cautionary Challenge. tales people should uh, be thinking mm -hmm. about. It's, but raising raising capital is by far the the more yeah. often uh, event than getting in trouble with the SEC. Most of the time, I mean, I, don't, I haven't had. Uh, I think I've had one SEC deal where someone um, was getting snooped around after, but it, it it's more than likely going to work out just fine. So mm. and documenting is also a big uh, good good practice. 
to syndication. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that goes for everything, right? It's like, you know, hey, if you if if someone calls me tomorrow, like make sure you keep that calendar so you know and it shows that, yeah, you know, I talked to Paul Vincent on this day with if someone's ever to be like, hey, how'd you meet this person? Uh, one, one thing that you got to remember out there is if you're going to raise money from friends and family and use a 506B, as in buds and blood, um, you can't offer it to someone that you, you know, that you've ever met, like never met before. So what happens a lot is, is people, you know, talk to someone, start growing their network. And at the same time, they're like, Hey, I got a deal. Um, maybe you would want to look at and like, you're not allowed to do that. Like, so if, if, if down the road, SEC is like, Hey, you met Paul yesterday and it looks like he invested the next day. Like, do you think you had a pre-existing relationship? You didn't. So uh, just be mindful of some of that stuff. And, and you it can't even talk to, about it. Right. Yeah. You never want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about um, deals. And I think that'll sour your relationship anyway. Right. It's like, yeah. Hey, this person's really nice. They bought me coffee. Boy, we're really hitting it off. And then here at the end is the hard pitch. And it's like, oh, well, that's why. You know? This guy's not nice. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, and it goes back to the relationship. Now, just because I'm on this podcast doesn't mean that everybody, every every person, I'm the only person to do this. There's lots of lawyers who do this. So whoever right. you use, just like in networking and in partnerships, like your lawyer should look like a partner. They don't get equity. They just get a fee. Um, but you want them to be able to help you solve problems. So you want to you wanna actually be okay when they call you. You don't want to roll your eyes or dread that phone call. So if you're working with lawyers that you're not happy to talk to or don't feel like they're really your partner, you need to call around um, because there's a lot of really good lawyers out there that want deals closed. They want to see their clients um, succeed and uh, make sure you're looking for those. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of attorney, they make money uh, when the deal closed, right? So you really yep. want to make sure that attorneys are a part of your team, not yep. someone who is trying to audit you or give you a hard time, right? For sure. Yep. Awesome. Paul, uh, you have been dumping a lot of great contents today, you know, a lot of uh, invaluable, con uh, you know, advice and whatnot. Uh, what are uh, kind of the, the final thing you want to touch on before we wrap up? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm a broken record at this point as far as growing your network, but that is by far the most important skill and asset that you can that you can do on your own, and it basically costs you nothing. Um, so go work on that. When you grow your network, you'll learn so many new things about yourself. You'll also hopefully meet the people that can build out your team so you can close deals. So start that yesterday. Try to be as consistent as you can. Even if you don't like meeting strangers, it's a it's a muscle that has to be built and strengthened. Um, so start as soon as you can because that'll change. You know, you might meet someone during these connections at these multifams and figure out that this person's doing this thing. Maybe they're buying uh, they're buying dentists, you know, dentist practices, and that seems more fun to me. And you know, it's just it'll open your eyes to so many things when you meet meet new people with new perspectives. So that's that's. That's my nugget of the day for people. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And like, I mean, like you said, if that is really not your superpower and you just you just puke when you need to talk to, you know, stranger, then partner up with someone who can, who love it. For sure, right. right? Yeah, be that silent, you know, silent assassin, you know, let your, like, uh, let your clown brother go do your stuff for you and then you can, uh, you can go, you know, do something that you like doing, so. Paul, how can people find you? Yeah, so, um, you can find me on the internet. I'm on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. I think I'm pv.esq on Facebook and Instagram. Um, we also have a private Facebook group. We're in there if you want to check that out. Um, and then I'm happy to, my email is paul, P-A-U-L, at vincentesq.com. If anybody wants to email me, 
And if Benjamin really likes you, I'll give him, you know, my cell phone. He can send it off to anybody he actually likes. Uh, enough oh, to how do. nice. So how anyway, nice. yeah, no, that's, you know, find me on the internet. Um, and I'm happy to help anybody, especially on the early stuff. So if, if anybody that's listening to this wants to talk about a deal or how do I structure these things, I, I have a Calendly link that if you go to dealdiscussions.com, dealdiscussions has an S at the end.com, it'll open up my Calendly. Just pick a time. We can talk for 15 minutes about whatever and uh, happy to do that and look forward to talking to some of you guys. Awesome. And if you really want Paul's number, uh, I only charge like 50%. Uh, <laughs> That's right. It's, <laughs> it's an affiliate fee, so that works. <laughs> All right, Paul. Awesome. Thanks again for coming to our show. And if you are listening in, hey, uh, really one-on-one, okay? Go back to uh, to listen again and really go do your education for syndication. Thanks. See you next Thanks, episode. Thanks, Benjamin.